And welcome back to Talking Truth to Power, America and the World's Freedom Talk Radio. And, uh, well, we've got a war on our hands. Just stay calm and make Molotov cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you can throw a water balloon at them. Yeah. Did you sure. see that? In some cases, it might work. Because <laughs> I don't think they have the will to fight these guys. They're conscripted for the most part. Right. You know, there's... Yeah. They've been for, some of them didn't even know that apparently they were even going in there. It was just a build-up for training purposes. Or uh, you something. mean on the Russian side? Yeah, on the Russian yeah, side. Yeah, I heard yeah. that, yeah. But uh, that's it. They didn't. Russia didn't send their best, as yeah. Donald Trump would say. Right. <laughs> At least the initial uh, wave was mostly green troops, and some of them may not have realized that they were going to actually be there. And I saw yesterday evening uh, some video of some of these Russian conscripts that uh, apparently just deliberately destroyed their gasoline tank so that it would drain and it, they could not operate the tank. Oh, yeah. And they just walked off away from their their positions. Well, so the will apparently is one of the issues that, for Putin, the Russians? that Putin is dealing with here. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think the Russians have a real morale problem. I think that's propaganda. Uh, the Russian offensive is going just as planned. They'll have the they'll have this wrapped up in a few days or ten days, maybe. Well, they're overwhelmed people. for sure. Yeah, and they're doing they're doing what they set out to do. They don't want to uh, take over the this uh, country or anything like that. They, you know, they're well. They are going after civilians now. No, you don't I think don't they're think going so. after civilians? No. no. So they're making up the. Yeah, it's all you. Can, well, we can't tell for sure. Is it the fog it's, of war? Again? It's the fog of war. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, the the first ant, the first bomb that they showed that hit a residential building has been pretty much shown to be a Ukrainian anti-aircraft. Then the building was bombed in um, Kharkiv the other day, yesterday, I think, or the day before, and the Russians are saying that was also from uh, the Ukraine forces. You know, there's going to be false flags. Oh, always in war. Yeah, always. Oh, no, there are no exceptions to that. Yeah. The, what, what about the schools and the hospitals and the orphanages? I, yeah, right. That's what we're hearing. Yeah, yeah I know that's what we're hearing, <laughs> but it's not true. <laughs> Listen, the Russians, this is a kindler, gentler invasion, as George H.W. would say. started off that way, yeah. yeah. No, it's going to continue that way, except in the Donbass. And uh, Mariupol, the port city of Mariupol. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, the ports are very important. Yeah. But no, but that's the headquarters for the neo-Nazis, the Azov Brigade. That's like, it's on the Azov Sea. They've already got control of, the, of all the landmass of Ukraine on the Azov Sea. That's the Black Sea goes through the Kerch Straits, which separates Crimea from Russia, and Russia built that 50-mile-long bridge to connect them. Yeah. It goes through there, and it becomes the Azov Sea, which mm -hmm. is internationally considered a Russian inland sea. Mm -hmm. But Mariupol is a port city there on the Azov Sea, Ukrainian, but it was in Luhansk. It was in the Luhansk province, but it was taken over, and that's why they called the neo-Nazis the Azov Brigade. Because they're, the that's location. their headquarters, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be some heavy fighting and uh, possibly street to street and so on. And um, But basically, they're doing the same thing they've done since Stalingrad and, and uh, 
except for the heavy bombardment. I mean, Russian military doctrine was bombardment. Cannons and those famous Kadyushka rockets, they go shh. You know. so, so is the 40-mile convoy, are they just waiting in the wings? Well, we're not sure what they're going to do, but I don't think they're going to storm and sack Kiev, like Biden said, and kill 50,000 people. So is, is it lack of food? Lack of fuel or lack of um, like ferocity. Gino says, "Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't hear about Gino yeah. say it, but I think they're a all." A lot saying of people it. are saying they're going to run out of gas. That's not, yeah, that's there nonsense. has to be fuel there. Yeah, right? that's nonsense. And they're not going to be there that long. And there's no tanks in that line either. I hear they're just trucks and could be resupply. Could, could be, yeah. And they look. The, the Ukrainian people are the are the brothers. At least the Russian-speaking ones in the East—they're the brothers of of the Russian people, the same ethnic people. They're not—they don't want to kill them right. unnecessarily, right? And um, so they're foregoing the the bombardments, and they're—you know—what they're saying is that the Ukrainians are using the residential areas as human shields. Mm-hmm. That they are. And there is, I did see a video that maybe shows that where Ukrainian soldiers were ordering people back into the building. I don't, I don't know. You can't tell with all these videos. Is, you know. Right, there's so little of it yeah. to begin with. And then right. what you're looking at, you can't be sure. Um, a lot of it is footage from the Syrian war that they just repost and oh, say it's Ukraine. Bring it into the current <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the tactics are the same they used in Syria. They'll encircle and then they will... Um, leave a corridor for the people, uh, the civilians to get out. And then if, if necessary, they'll infiltrate. But I, I hear 50,000 people are still exiting the country through that uh, Polish right. border every day. Right. And and there's 130,000 refugees from the Donbass that moved into Russia. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, yeah. that's going both ways. Right. Yeah. So that started before the invasion. Yeah. But. Basically, the idea that Ru- the uh, Russia is bogged down or anything like that, there's no evidence of that. They're, their main thing is to encircle the Donbass army that was attacking the twin cities, the twin baby cities. <laughs> well, what about uh, the airspace? Russia controls the airspace. It's, that's not what we're hearing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are they going to then? Russia absolutely controls the airspace. I don't know how good these this guerrilla warfare from the Ukrainian. Uh, they gave out ten thousand what rifles? Some of them automatic. AK forty seven. AK foot. Most yeah. of them went to criminals. They released the criminals. Yeah, they but released the criminals. Well, that's a tactic that's always used in a situation. Like yeah, that. but they they're fighting each other. It happened during the French Revolution. I mean, that's that's yeah. formulaic. Release. Yeah, get them out. The Bastille. Yeah. No, they, these gangs, they turned into gangs that are fighting each other. There's a shoot on sight order for looters. So they're killing him. <laughs> they're killing the old people. Welcome back to 
Talking Truth to Power. I'm your host, Brendan Trader, my co-host, Liam Fagri. We have Shanima Lawson working behind the boards today. And, uh, you know, like I, every day, every day, this is very likely a planned move executed by Putin and Z, and it was well planned out. It's designed to end uh, the benign liberal hegemony that the neocons have set up. 100% correct. Yeah. The... Uh, this is the end of the New World Order, the beginning of the end of the New World Order that uh, Bush proclaimed. Uh, it, now it's called the Rules-Based International Order. And uh, it, it was planned out. The Russians are very legal. I mean, they, they do everything by the book. So they, they offered the West the chance to negotiate a new security agreement so that NATO wouldn't keep expanding to their borders. Mm -hmm. And they turned it down. Yep. They got Macron, to his credit, was on the phone constantly trying to get uh, Ukraine to uh, honor the <laughs> Minsk agreements, but it, he didn't have the he didn't have the wherewithal to do it. The U.S. basically told uh, Kiev that they uh, should not bow to Russia or supposedly bow to Russia, but they should not implement the Minsk agreements against their own people in the Donbass. It, it all goes back to the Obama uh, yeah, coup in 2014. Yep. They had their boy in in uh, Kiev that they wanted, mm. and the CIA said, no, we don't want them there. <laughs> 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 They're going to go away. Yeah. And that's how we got here. Yep. yep. So they, uh, it was because uh, they passed all these kind of laws that discriminate against uh, the Russian, ethnic Russians in their country. And uh, it's, it became a, 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 so a neutral, it was, it perhaps, perhaps leaning to Russia a little bit under Yanukovych, but basically neutral country. They turned it into an anti-Russian country dominated by the far right, including uh, neo-Nazis. Not so pluralistic. No, not so pluralistic. <laughs> And, you know, whatever you think about invading this, a sovereign country, like they keep saying about Russia, the UN says that uh, governments are supposed to respect their minorities and even promote their minorities. Ukraine has done nothing to honor the, uh, you know, the will of the people in eastern Russia, the Donbass, uh, except attack them. They've been uh, bombing them and shelling them for uh, eight years. There's 80% uh, of the casualties uh, have been on the people of the Donbass, so over 10,000 ethnic Russians have been killed. Their homes have been destroyed. And then, uh, as Shannibal said, uh, after uh, Crimea seceded, they dammed the water supply for Crimea, cutting off 80% of its fresh water. Did you say that, Shannibal? Yeah. I sure did. Yeah, he just, yeah, <laughs> no, he did. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> so people people should be aware of that. And uh, as uh, Turkey Neck Ned Price said, he said, yeah. uh, Russia and the People's Republic of China also want a world order, but this is an order that is and would be profoundly illiberal. Mm -hmm. It's an order that is in many ways destructive whether that rather than additive. So in other words... Our new world order is better than your new world order. Exactly. <laughs> and that really is the battle that's coming. Right. So making the world safe for democracy and encouraging replacement-level immigration and pushing the LGBTQ plus gender ideology, resulting in all the ethnic 
conflict that we have seen in Western societies, that's their new world order. And neither China nor Russia nor many people, including many Eastern European governments, uh, want that new world order that we're pushing on them. So they say the world is against Russia. Not so fast. I mean, the yeah, the Five Eyes is against Russia, and the Europeans uh, that are dominated by the Five Eyes are against Russia, but the rest of the world is not against Russia. The uh, We were shocked when India... I'm not sure if they know what they're against. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> the purpose of the propaganda of stupid is to be able to control it. Right. That's the essence of it, and it looks like... They're doing a damn good job. <laughs> so well, the Russia is apparently losing the media war. I mean, they they yeah. don't. Uh, as we saw from all those corny Russian memes that appeared in 2016, like what uh, were know, those? You know the the Facebook memes that we that was supposed to. Oh undermine yeah, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Most of them were just corny, like mm -hmm. Jesus Christ wrestling with the devil, and uh, and I heard Zuckerberg is uh, proscribing those at the moment. Did you hear that? Proscribing? Yeah, yeah. they're not. You're not going to see those on Facebook now. Okay. <laughs> and, and apparently on CNN either. <laughs> oh man, I mean, there's there is no, there's been no coverage of this. Uh, what it means uh, for the uh, global, you know, world order. None, none of that, except unless you go to independent sources. Uh, not on the mainstream media. No, that's right. You won't be able to understand it if you don't get off those sources, yeah, yeah. the propaganda media. And uh, Ann Coulter said that 2022 GOP contract with America is Putin is Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Well, we've been saying that for a long time. That was, <laughs> we called him Putler, didn't we? Yeah, Putler. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I say that Russia is everything that Republicans claim they want to be. It's a conservative Christian country with a decisive, strong leader. And the Republicans have demonized Putin and failed to acknowledge their party's role in isolating and demonizing this conservative Christian country, plotting regime change and using Ukraine as a dagger to get into Russia's uh, underbelly on, around the Black Sea. You know, it's, it's shameful. They... But well, to acknowledge Russia's nationalism would be to also acknowledge their own globalism. And a failure to adhere to what their own president said back in 1951. Yes, exactly. And when Eisenhower said, if in 10 years all American troops stationed in Europe for national defense purposes have not been returned to the United States, then this whole project will have failed. Right. The whole thing, you know, um, we we just defeated Germany for the third time in 100 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they love to lose over there. Yeah, I know. I mean, this that Schultz was is such a, a you know what what the alt right would call a cuck. You know, he's 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 he just caved into them about. I I can't believe that he w will keep Nord Stream two um, down, but even if he does, I mean, the, maybe even Russia could. Re rebuild the Ukrainian pipeline and use that. Yeah, or or how about our own? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's all about it's all about oil, you know. At this point, and um, he has this this administration, the Brandon administration, 
has decided they're going to force our dependence on fewer and fewer sources of oil. Um, what am I doing here? Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're all wondering. Did you see the standing the uh, State of the Union last night at all? Uh, you know, I I didn't. I don't like. It's hard, isn't it? It's, it's hard to so tolerate pomp and circumstance. Yeah. We should go back to the days of the 19th century when they just wrote a letter explaining the State of the Union, and which was good off. enough in those days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't about the theater of the of uh, the rotunda, and I think everyone is seeing that. I mean, when I got in, I didn't see the first part of it, but when I was able to get to a TV about halfway through it. It really is a an absolute spectacle. Uh, yeah, the I way know. the way they uh, wink and nod at each other, and you know, then they all. Did you see that uh, Manchin was on the GOP side of the aisle? No, I didn't notice yeah, that. He yeah, he sat, I think, close to Romney there, which is about as close as the Republican Party <laughs> as Manchin will probably be comfortable with. But uh, yeah, Manchin was over on that side. Pretty uh -huh. interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Laura Boebert. Yeah. Kind of said something out loud. Remember, Justice Alito did the same thing. He mumbled something, and it became big news. You know, she and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, chanted "Build the Wall" during Biden's speech, among other things. And I heard that actually in my car, and I thought, "Am I actually hearing that?" Before I got home, you know, uh -huh. it was really interesting. That part of it. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international under pressure. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> pressure. I heard pressure. You yeah. got that part. <laughs> and I guess Marjorie Taylor Greene did deliver a response, right? After uh, all the others. She may have. Yeah, yeah, all the others. I know. I like her. I, I do like very much. Yeah. yeah, I like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I like Bobert too. She's uh, plain spoken, mm -hmm. down to earth. You know, I like her. Loves her country. Yep. Can't exactly. say that. Can't say that about most of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, most of them love Israel far more than us. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one, but yeah. But you know, apparently we're going to fight the Russians to the last drop of Ukrainian blood. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's a quote from last week. Yeah. <laughs> Biden called them, a, he called them Uranians, I think, or you think it was Iranians? Oh, he, uh, yeah, at the, uh, let's see, I got the exact quote here, if I can find it real quick. Um, oh, don't tell me I don't have it. Anyway, he described it as, the way he pronounced it was Uranians. <laughs> so it's you. Iranian, so I don't know what he was referring to there. You know the, you know yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and we, you know, speaking of the, uh, oh, we only have a few seconds, but, yeah, I mean, it's the fog of war, right? This is what he said. He said, Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people, is how it's been Truth to power. Hey, uh, 
Lee, did you shed a tear for the 13 heroic martyrs of Snake Island? <laughs> Until I heard that they escaped that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, St. Uger, you know, we mentioned him a couple of times. Yeah. He actually did a big drama about it, and he cried on the air. You know, oh, is that right? now they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a story. Yeah. There's quite a propaganda machine going on there for right. sure. And the tank, what about the tank that ran over the car? That was actually a Ukrainian tank that that the driver lost control of. He just lost control? Yep. And just incidentally, there was a vehicle. The car, yeah. The uh, guy survived. They pulled him out. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 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 And then we had Zelensky. Hard to imagine, but yeah, he did survive. Zelensky in battle gear. That was old photographs from last year. Yeah, April. but th that's, I saw that too, but that was dated. So we knew that oh, wasn't current. Oh, okay. They just brought that into the fold. So you'd have to look and see that it was back in December of I think it was December of 21, I think is what that was. Damn, son, where'd you find me? <laughs> <laughs> and then the supermodel, supposedly with the rifle, right. was going to fight. Yep, I that saw was that from one. a paint gun mm -hmm. thing, you know. Yep. And then the ghost of Kiev. Yeah, now what's that, the ghost of Kiev? That was supposedly a fighter that uh, Adam, Adam uh, what's his name, Adam Kitchener, the uh, congressman? Kinsinger? Kitzinger? Yeah. yeah. He believed it. He tweeted he out about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He fell for that one. Yeah. yeah. In fact, it was imposed on him twice, I think, and he fell for it twice, didn't he? <laughs> Probably. I think he did, yeah. That was Not just once, but twice. That was supposed to be a Ukrainian ace that somehow shot down six planes. I mean, if you shoot down five planes during a whole war, you're an ace. Yeah. But he shot it in one like day. A couple of hours. <laughs> Turned out to be a video game. Give that guy a box of tissue, would you? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> put him out of his misery. <laughs> and the, this idea that the Russian offensive is bogged down, that's, you know, this is all like Baghdad Bob all over again. Remember Baghdad Bob? Yeah. Oh, the Americans are being defeated. You know, they'll never enter Baghdad. Right. And, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> 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 well, they have had so many years to develop this propaganda, develop you know, yeah. machine to to use against uh, whoever their enemy is. Uh huh. So we shouldn't be surprised by it. Yeah. But anyway, it, this is hardly a meat grinder. Uh, I heard uh, from an independent news source that they estimate one th about one thousand, give or take a couple of hundred Ukrainian deaths, and about three four hundred Russian. Uh, deaths so far. What was the source of that one? Uh, it was the Duran, uh, but they got it. They got it from. They said they looked at different sources to, to mm -hmm. come up with that figure, and it, it's probably not too far off. So it's it's nowhere near fifty thousand. Oh, I haven't heard that number. I have seen uh, a two thousand figure mm -hmm. for Ukrainians. Um, I don't think I've seen a number of for the Russian losses uh -huh. but um so this what we have on in our uh, pre-show script here um is pretty accurate i think yeah and then rick wilson remember him the oh you Lincoln, did. he he was totally neocon rape and pillage the yeah. russians are, you know the russians rape in berlin after they you know drove all the way back and and conquered berlin they did rape then <laughs> and you know they well, were said they said that uh Nine months after the fall of Berlin, uh, one third of, of German women gave birth to Russian Russian, <laughs> ethnic Russian kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, Rick Wilson. Uh, I mean, if you see him in your viewing, and I'm not sure why you would, because yeah. if you're watching anything remotely 
relevant, uh, you wouldn't see him anyway. But if he, if he turns up, you may just as well change the channel. There's no exactly. point listening to that guy. Did you see where the Russian tanks, you know, that 40 mile long? Yep. They were stopping in intersections to let the private cars cross the road. Yeah, I did hear that. Uh, there, there was really no um, co uh, contact or conflict in that 40 miles that, from what I'm hearing. Yeah. yeah. They're, all, then, they're lined up, but they're not fighting. Yeah. And then uh, Lawrence Tribe, you know. the Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he tweeted that Russia will round up uh, 200,000 Jews. For whatever reason, I don't know. That's that's it's always about the Jews to try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're always the victim. <laughs> and then the woke liberals were saying that Russia will target blacks as well. Uh, it's the um, oh yeah, and the war is racist. Did you know that? The war is racist and that. sexist. Yeah, I have heard that. <laughs> 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 yeah, they said, you know. What about the LGBTQ? Yeah, they, you know, you've got to take them into consideration, too. Uh. <laughs> Where to go, a hole? <laughs> <laughs> yep, we've got to be concerned about that. Yep. And, of course, you know, clean air, water, that kind of thing. Yep. You know, it's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a green war. And then uh, they uh, shut off Russia today. In the yeah, EU, because yep. you know it would be disinformation. Uh -huh. yeah. The people of Europe wouldn't be able to understand. They, you know, they might get confused. Yeah, <laughs> they may not believe the narrative <laughs> that they're being told. Hi, <laughs> man. I it's uh, it's so weird that the American people have learned nothing. You know about how America works. If the surveys are true, well, I think it works the same. Everywhere. Yeah, surveys say that eighty percent of Republicans think that Biden should do more in in the in this conflict, and that they're really Fox News and and of course the others for the Democrats, MSNBC and CNN. They're just ginning up uh, war fever. It was a Harry Brown. This why in the world would you let government? <laughs> Take control and manage anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Tucker Carlson has been tamed a little bit lately, but may maybe he'll come back. Did you see he started with a discussion of the Council on Foreign Relations the night before last? Uh, In the first not, segment. I did not. I didn't catch that one. In the very first segment, yeah. And he says, no matter how you feel about the Council on Foreign Relations, and I'm sure <laughs> his audience is saying... What is the Council on Foreign Relations, Virginia? <laughs> Virginia says, I don't know. I never heard of the Council on Foreign Relations, but at least he mentioned it. Yes. You know. Yeah. It's relevant because they're they're pro war here. Right. They want this thing to happen. Oh yeah. They um, by that I mean three. Who's the president now? He did come out and say something he thinks Biden should Richard do Richard Haas. More. Yeah, he he came out and said Biden should do more. Well, you remember it was Haas that was sitting at his side when he said, You're not getting the billion dollars if you don't get rid of oh, your okay. remember that? Oh yeah. That yeah. was Haas that that was sitting next to Biden. Son of a bitch, he got he, yeah. he left. Yeah. yeah. He was Haas has been there for quite a while in that position at the CFR. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh Ursula von der Leyen, she's an unelected aristocrat, the president of the EU, but she's telling the European people what they can or cannot watch on, on TV. It's, it's just amazing. Well, to, to re-ignite um, this, this 
understanding that if you don't have propaganda, you can't control it. So that's right. the purpose of it. Exactly. You've got to put it out there, and then you can manipulate it. That's all you have to. That's all you get from CNN and MSNBC. Now, I we got a couple of minutes here. I I did a compare and contrast coverage of Xinjiang, you know, the China mm -hmm. and the Uyghurs and the Donbas. So fake news is Chinese genocide in Xinjiang. Real news is Ukrainian genocide in the Donbas. Uh, the Uyghur population in Xinjiang has increased by 12 percent. That in the Donbas, Donbas shelling is, as we have said, killed at uh, 10,000, at least 10,000 people since 2015. And they also carry out assassinations. A lot of people don't realize this, but many of the original leaders of the Donbas uh, independent movement have been assassinated using car bombs and other means. Cultural genocide. Chinese anti-terrorist activities included expelling or arresting actual terrorist imams and their followers. It also meant encouraging Uyghur women to educate themselves and learn a skill. China, contrary to what we're being told, did not abolish Uyghur culture or language or religion. They offered instruction in Mandarin so the Uyghurs, especially including the women, could learn to speak Mandarin so they could work and travel in other regions of China. Far from abolishing Uyghur culture, China has promoted Uyghur culture. For example, it spent years uh, pushing the UN to recognize Uyghur folk dancing as a cultural heritage. So the real cultural genocide is in the Donbass. Ethnic Russians in Ukraine and especially in the Donbass, speak Russian as their first language. They have forbidden that. It's mandatory by law that businesses be conducted in Ukrainian. Schools are not allowed to teach Russian to children. Many Ukrainians still persist in speaking Russian at home, even if they're forced to speak Ukrainian in the workplace. Now, Putin mentioned this. I don't know if we did here. I, we may have. But the U.S. and Ukraine have also attacked the Russian Orthodox Church in Ukraine. Former Secretary of State Pompeo, who calls himself a Christian, and former Ukraine Poroshenko, who happens to be Jewish, <laughs> funded a plot with the corrupt Constantinople Patriarch to create a schism and, and turn uh, the Ukrainian uh, Orthodox Church into a militantly pro-West church. Pompeo, we know, sent $30 million, and Poroshenko took $5 million off the top for himself to give to this uh, Orthodox uh, patriarch. And the plot was found out and denounced by Orthodox people all over Eastern Europe. So Putin wasn't lying when he mentioned it. Talking Truth to Power, and I'm your host, Brendan Trainer. my co-host, Leland Fagri, 
and we were talking about the uh, war in the Donbass, and maybe we should talk about uh, some of these unprecedented sanctions on Russia, especially on the Russian Central Bank. And uh, they have uh, the uh, globalist ideologues in Brussels, London, and Washington, they've ignored the advice of their own central bankers, including here at home, and imposed sanctions on the five largest Russian banks, which partially cuts Russia off from the SWIFT banking services. The Society of Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They are also threatening uh, to seize Russian central bank reserves in Europe. Now, that would be unprecedented, except that the Bank of England has seized uh, a couple of billion of Venezuela's uh, assets. Yeah, there's nothing unusual about that. (laughs) That people are just, they're not going to, you know, don't they realize that this is going to accelerate the move away from the dollar? And, you know, if if the dollar goes as the world reserve currency, that means people will no longer be buying our debt. Well, Jerome Powell is not concerned about that. (laughs) Because he said this morning it's possible to have more than one reserve currency in the world. So he did. see, he's not—he's not into the United States of America. <laughs> I don't know if this has dawned on people, but he really doesn't care about the United States of America. This, whole, this entire Brandon administration doesn't really give a rip about it. No, they don't. They're—they're they're all about they're the all globalist agenda. Exactly, they're all globalist. And this is what the American people, if they have a whiff of it, don't fully comprehend. Right. Uh, oh, I think the MAGA people. To a, to a large extent, do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but not, not too many others. And, uh, you know, they totally buy into uh, America good, everybody else bad. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, but, you know, they're not doing anything about Russian exports, commodity exports, especially, uh, you know, the hydrocarbons, the oil and the gas, they're still going to flow. This isn't going to work. The Russian Central Bank has already um, raised its interest rate to 20%. Yeah. So they're going to they're gonna nip inflation off at the bud. Right. They have currency controls. You can't take more than 10000 out of Russia now. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I'm sure that will... They may have controls on, too long. on how many, ind- how much individuals can take out for a week, but I don't know if they've done that yet. So, and, and as like we've talked about before, Russia is very self-sufficient. It has no foreign debt. Its central banks are loaded with gold, and now it has assurances that China and India have its back. Have its back, no doubt. Pakistan as well. In fact, most of the global south, the, the big shocker was when the United Arab Emirates abstained from voting to sanction. Mm-hmm. Because if the, if the Middle East is becoming wise to the game or after the victory of, of Assad realizes that, you know, there's not much they can do about it, uh, the, the middle, and that we're probably going to leave the Middle East because we're pivoting to Asia – you know, that, well, we're going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> so That's now they're all going to going to uh, work with Russia. Saudi Arabia refused to uh, up its oil production, mm-hmm. and yep. they're they're part of OPEC plus with Russia. And Biden's on his knees trying to get them to up their production. Right. <laughs> Did you see Kamala Harris's uh, statement on on the Ukrainian conflict yesterday? 
her statement? Did she say something? She was speaking besides to, to a broadcaster somewhere. I think it was a podcaster somewhere. And she said, Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. <laughs> <laughs> that passes the smell yeah, test that's for some a people. Third grade geography oh lesson. Oh my god! <laughs> so when you saw her behind Biden last night, it made perfect sense, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> oh man, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental fit, uh -huh. my physical as well as my mental fitness. Uh huh. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing that. <laughs> So it's very unlikely that they will be able to cause hyperinflation, which is what regime change is all about, you know, making it so difficult for the people in Russia, uh, because Russia is going to continue to bring in lots of money from its exports, and uh, they are... You know, they're but not we're well on our way to hyperinflation here. Here, yeah, we could we could suffer it yeah. in the West before they suffer it there. Gold is approaching that two thousand uh, dollar limit there. Yeah, as it was uh, back when the pandemic first started. Remember, we got to that right. point. At, at right. That. So uh, we are um, very much at ten percent annual inflation. We're we're close to hyperinflation. I don't uh -huh. know what that magic number is, but it's right. getting there. Right. And uh, it's, it doesn't have to be. I mean, all they had to do was admit that Ukraine is not going to be in NATO and, and it uh, should be, uh, Ukraine should be neutral and they should. Is this uh, where I insert Eisenhower's quote again? Yeah. <laughs> and they should implement the Minsk Accords that they signed on to. All they had to do was make a few little concessions and they refused to do it. Mm hmm they, they because they're pushing Biden into war. Let's face it. You're right. It looks like three to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, Putin, you know, Biden is weak, and that probably did factor into Putin's decision to act now. But there were other factors too. I mean, uh, but the, the basically, I think he's thinking that if he doesn't act now, it may be too late to act. In I a think few that years. was as much about timing as anything. Yeah. But I think the, the one revelation that I really picked up on was that figure skaters from Russia and Belarus will not be invited or allowed to participate in international <laughs> ice skating competitions <laughs> that was, That's over the top, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they attacked that poor 15-year-old Russian girl that uh, wowed everybody and won the gold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They attacked her over some very uh, flimsy uh, drug test uh, evidence. Uh, so they're inflaming Putin. I don't think there's any yeah. question about that. They've been inflaming Putin for years. For years. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this um, he's been Russia's been blamed by so much, and there's no proof of any of it. There's no proof that he poisoned the scripples. Uh, we know that uh, the Magnitsky um, scan, uh, scandal or the Magnitsky uh, uh, sanctions. Is a bunch of uh, crap that um, Fox's Jennifer Green is always quick to point that one out. I think. Yeah. yeah. Poison. How? Po Putin is synonymous with poison. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> the last people that the KGB says that they actually did assassinate is that hero of the Ukraine, Stepan Bandera. Uh huh. They assassinated him in Poland, I think, after after the war. But. Um, 
It's so, they have long memories in the KGB. Yeah. <laughs> well, Russia is a very, you know, if Jay Leno was doing his Man in the Street in mm -hmm. Moscow, I don't think it would be nearly as funny as when he does it no. in New York. No, question, no question. They about actually it. teach civics. Yeah, Jesse Waters and all that stuff. Yeah. It's terrible. They actually teach civics in yeah. the Russian high school. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they have a real, a real sense of their history. Well, it's designed to dumb us down. Exactly. Because remember, the purpose of the propagation of stupid is to enable the control of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Did I mention that earlier? I think so. <laughs> I, I think I'm big on that one. Yeah, we should put make a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah, <up>. right. <laughs> <laughs> and then India is, you know, I I don't know if we talked about it, but India is not going to uh, join us in sanctioning Russia. No, they're not. And that was a big shock to Blinken. I think I think we were shocked because we got India to join the Quad alliance against China. And India doesn't like China, but they also really like Russia. It's hard to know whether these guys are shocked about anything. I mean, it's almost like we're pushing them into each other, you know. Uh -huh. I know uh, I, exactly. Because they seek war. Richard Haas of the Council on Foreign Relations is perfectly fine with that. This is where they get to their new world order. They can actually enshrine it uh -huh. in historical context. Right. Well, it's <laughs> Russian uh, is not going to allow it. There. By the way, there was a resolution in the General Assembly this morning oh, yeah? condemning Russia's invasion of the Ukraine. So it's non-binding, obviously, but right, yeah. right. Well, you know, it, the um, state sovereignty is a big deal. If you violate state sovereignty, that is a big deal. The thing is that you have to. It uh, depends on the yeah. <laughs> circumstances, and it depends exactly. on which state. And it all depends on whether Blinken and company care about it or not. You know? Exactly. Look at all the sovereignty <laughs> that we've violated yeah. over the last year. 500 times since 1947, I think. Right. I mean, Serbia and Kosovo and, uh, you know, Iraq. But we do it for their own good. Of course. We're, we're best. We're well-intentioned. Absolutely. That's right. It's liberal global hegemony. <laughs> <laughs> we we just want people to enjoy all the fruits of our civilization uh -huh. that we enjoy on a daily basis. Exactly. Like inflation and income taxes and mandates and masks and vaccines. <laughs> Stay calm and make Molotov cocktails. <laughs> Boy, I love that Zelensky, though, don't you? When they asked him about uh, what he needed, uh, or the, uh, I guess the CIA offered him a ride out, he said, I need ammunition, not a ride. <laughs>